an inside look at the restaurant industry and entrepreneurial insight to help you succeed. It's the Paper Trails Podcast with Albemarle Paper Supply. All right, guys, episode two of Paper Trails with yours truly, Nick Kay, coming at you guys back on the road and uh, figured I would uh, give you guys numero dos uh, as far as our podcast is concerned. So if you're listening to this, if you're watching this, hope you guys enjoyed the first um, one and just talked a little bit about how we started the company. And so um, I think this one I'd love to just do a little bit uh, more of a deep dive into maybe some just some different aspects of the business and maybe some funny stories about us throughout the years um, building the business and you know I don't know we'll see where it goes but uh, so anyway um, I actually had a, a question sent in um, which you know by the way if you guys have any questions for us you know about a small business you know how to get it up and going or anything like that just shoot us an email um, or reach, reach out to us on Facebook or Instagram you know we'll, uh, we'll reply to you but if you guys have any questions just let us know you know we'd love to interact and start start you know learning from, learning from one another and um, you know trying to help anyway any way we can but um, so you know one of the one of the questions that you know was asked uh, was if I could go back or if we could go back and redo everything, how would we change everything and what would uh, what would I change and it's a great it's a great question I think the only thing that I would change um, with which I mean there's there's pluses and minuses to it but you know you know the one thing that we didn't have when John and I started the business is that we didn't have any experience I was 22 my cousin John was 18 years old and we had no prior experience in distribution and sales and purchasing and logistics in software and in, in anything and uh, I was fresh out of college my cousin was fresh out of high school um, and so we just we just were hungry and we were just ambitious and we were just ready to kind of uh, take ground and you know make something of ourselves and um, and anyway and so I, I guess if, if I maybe could go back and do it again I know that we would have grown faster if I would have had some experience already in the, working with the paper company or the industry as a whole, and so um, maybe I would have gone, I would have gone and worked for somebody first and learned a little bit about the business and learn how the ins and outs of the industry first. Um, but then again, I mean, you know, I we learned so much with just making a lot of mistakes. You know, the you know the opposite of success a lot of times people think is failure. And the reality is not failure, it's quitting. You know, quitting is the opposite of success because you will fail and you will have uh, hurdles and stumbling blocks, um, you know, along the way. I mean, it's, just, it's part of the beast. It's part of building your baby, building this little, uh, this, this project that you're working on called your business. And so, um, you know, it, uh, you know, I guess it, it's, it's kind of twofold. I, I, I would like to have gone back and, you know, maybe work for a paper company first and got an idea of what was happening. But on the same token, we learned so much from a lot of these mistakes that we made. Um, you know, nobody taught me how to do sales, outside sales. I, I had to learn myself. I had to learn the discipline of that, the discipline of keeping a pipeline, the discipline of following up, um, you know, how to take no's, how to take 
people giving me the stiff arm. I mean, it just, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't the easiest, but you know, it, um, it definitely has helped me now 11 years later, um, you know, where I'm, I'm really not intimidated by any meeting that I do or anybody I walk into because I know uh, I can hold my own and I know what I'm offering and I know the products that we have are quality and I know that we can deliver on service as well. And so um, I'm very confident in my staff and, and uh, all, the, all the employees. And so, um, and so anyway, I think that's, that's a question that I get a lot is you know, if you can go back and redo it, you know, what would you, what would you do different? And, you know, I guess it's that catch 22. So, but anyway, so that's, um, so that was something, something cool that uh, we had a bit of questions sent in. Um, another thing a lot of people have asked me recently, you know, about a month ago, I went and visited my family in Greece, you know, um, most of our families back home, um, you know, probably yeah, it's my dad and his two brothers, um, my dad, my cousin, John's family, and then my other uncle, um, are the ones that are over here and then my dad's sisters my mom's family is back home in Greece and so you know had a chance I hadn't been back in four years and so I had a chance for a couple of weeks to go back and people always ask about you know how was your trip you know all my customers always ask and you know they wanted little gifts everybody wants something and so I tried my best to grab a little magnet or a little postcard to give it to everybody um, so that was a lot of fun you know but you know I think that that kind of maybe goes along along with maybe just you know um, maybe some of the perks after some years, you know, of building your business, you know, you can, you know, once you put, you have the right people in place, you can step away for a couple of weeks and it's not, uh, it's not, it's not the end of the world. You know what I mean? You have the right people that can, that can manage and take care of all the clients. And so, but it was a lot of fun. I had a chance to visit all my family and spend time with them, aunts, uncles, grandparents. Um, so that was a lot of fun, you know, definitely a place you guys got to visit if it's, if it's not on your bucket list, put it on your bucket list. You know, it's a lot of fun, you know, traveling and, you know, traveling is a big hot button for myself. I, I can't wait to do more and more of that and just see other parts of the world. You know, I mean, there's, there's so much out there to see. And so, you know, I think finding a way to, you know, prioritize and budget and, you know, be able to accomplish some of these, uh, some of these bucket list items are, is really cool. And so, um, so that's cool. I've had a lot of people ask about that. The trip was amazing. Had a had a blast. Shout out to all all the staff at APS for holding the fort down while while I was gone. Um, you know, definitely could have done it without them. And so you know, which which actually is a is a pretty vital point I would say to business. You know, having the right people around you that can fill in the gaps um, is uh, is an important thing. You know, to having a successful company. You know, I think. You always want to surround yourself with the right people. You want to find um, you want to find things. You want to find employees and uh, staff that are really good at things that you're not good at. You know, I'm I'm not intimidated by the fact that I'm not very good at a lot of things. So that, that's totally fine. Um, but you got to find someone that is good at that stuff, right? Like I'm not a very detailed person. Um, that isn't my forte. But that's why I gotta find the right people that are detailed and, and can help with that piece of the business. Since you you talked about um, your employees a little bit, like okay. what, what was the process like? Obviously, starting off a business, you're starting off pretty much by yourself most of the time. It was, yeah. Um, but then when you get to a point transitioning where you can hire employees, like what was that? What was that transition like? And, yeah, it was. You know, um, it was a little nerve wracking at first. You know not knowing how to interview people, no experience in that, not no experience in knowing what to look for 
you know, what questions to ask, even as basic as that stuff is, you know, when you're fresh out of college, you know, uh, I mean, school, college didn't teach me how to own a business. So I, I didn't, I didn't have, um, I didn't have that to kind of lean in on, but, um, yeah, it's a lot of trial and error, you know, it's try, fail, and adjust, try, fail, and adjust, you know, you try something, you know, that didn't work, okay, you know, how, how can I present this position or this job or this title in a way that somebody would be interested? I think just, you know, even letting the, the people that we're interviewing and bringing on board, letting them know kind of a vision of where we see this company going, I think is important. And so a lot of that I just learned, uh, we just learned through um, just doing it and, you know, we hired a lot of great people. We hired some people um, that, you know, um, you know, moved on to, to other other jobs, to other careers. But, um, you know, it's something that, you know, I think you try your best to, to get to know somebody and, you know, just to find out if their values line up with, with our values and, you know, going the extra mile and having that work ethic and delivering for the customer no matter what, creating that that uh, positive experience, you know, with anybody that deals with APS, that's obviously the goal, but uh, yeah, it was different, it was, it was a little nerve-wracking, you know, knowing that, you know, we have we have somebody that we're, you know, that we're, you know, we're paying and they're they're paying their bills from the money that we're doing, you know, we're, we're working, and I mean, even now, I think we have maybe... 17 employees including obviously John and I you know and I think it's I think it's pretty cool I think it's pretty cool that we've grown this little this little project this little baby this business to a point where we can now have 17 people pay their bills with this this thing that we've grown you know I think it's a pretty cool thing you know and um, you know it's uh, it's exciting and it's you know, I mean, we'll, we'll see where it goes. You know, we'll see how big we can get it. So, well, but, do you have any um, like funny stories that you have along the way? Yeah, I, I have a couple stories. I was trying to think of, you know, maybe some stories that I could tell you guys. I'll, I'll give you guys two stories real quick, and we'll uh, we'll call it a wrap for episode two. Uh, but um, you know, one of them, one of them was really early on, and uh, hopefully, I'll find a picture of this, and maybe we, we can post it on the video. But, uh, you know, in the first warehouse that we were at, it was a very small, it was a little 5,000 square foot warehouse. I think I mentioned it in the first podcast. But, you know, just, just a shell of a building. No bathroom, no nothing, just a shell. And then after that first, um, that first uh, you know, winter, when we realized warehouses get really cold, we built a little office. And so we actually also, you know, if you guys, you guys may not know this, but we also have, uh, you know, then and even now, a better version now, of a little retail store. We have a little store at our a warehouse, at headquarters, um, you know, Albemarle Paper. We're located at 735 Henson Street, right there in Albemarle, and we have like a nice retail store now where you can come in and churches come in and buy their to-go boxes and their silverware for fundraisers and stuff like that, or, you know, people are raising money for, um, you know, anything, you know. But uh, you know, a lot of people come in, you know, for, for different reasons and you know they, they buy their products well you know the, the way that even started actually was we had a uh, an album on paper sign that we had on, on the building and somebody just saw it and pulled up and said hey can can anybody and at the time we were just a wholesale company we were just selling to restaurants and uh, this lady came in and said hey I'm, I'm with so-and-so church and um, you know could I could I buy some like to-go boxes or some, some 
know, table covers or something like that. And, you know, the, the salesperson that I am, I'm like, absolutely, come on in, you know, like whatever you need, you know, we'll, we'll take care of you. And so, um, so then, you know, John and I were like, wow, we can, we can actually make a little showroom and display some products, some cleaning products, some wedding supplies, some plates, some things for, you know, family reunions, thing, aluminum pans, things like that. We could start, uh, start, start selling some of these things. And so anyway, long story short, uh, the, the story goes, I was kind of in the back of the warehouse. And at this point we had bought some like racks, like a racking system to start, you know, using the height of the warehouse to, you know, cause we were getting more and more products in, you know, a lot of different paper towels and toilet paper and you know things of that sort. And I was in the back and I don't remember what I, I was moving something. I, and I, and I needed my cousin, John. And, um, I mean, the warehouse wasn't that big. And so, you know, I mean, you, you could yell at somebody and, you know, they could hear you. It wasn't a big, it wasn't big. But I remember yelling for him and I was like, John, like, you know, come back here. I, I need your help. And so I'm waiting a little bit. I'm, I'm, you know, finagling some stuff, moving, moving some cases, some boxes. I don't remember exactly what I was doing. And, but he didn't come. And I was like, man, where's he at? So I thought maybe he was in the office. Maybe he couldn't hear me. So now I'm yelling a little louder. John, where are you at? Like I'm, you know, my voice is, uh, you know, has definitely increased in volume. And, uh, you know, the sense of urgency in my tone has increased. And so, um, sorry about that. Customer call. I'll call right, call you right back. But, uh, but anyway, long story short, I, so... I call him a second time, increased volume, nothing. And so the third time, I'm like, I'm yelling, John, where, where are you? Like, I'm literally yelling. And he comes from around the corner and he looks at me and he's like, I'm with a customer. What do you want? I was, I cannot, I was so embarrassed. We had a customer and our, you know, like our showroom was right there in front of the office. I mean, you know, uh, you know, hopefully you'll see it in the picture, but it was, I w it was the funniest thing to this day. We laughed so hard at how loud I was yelling. I mean, who knows what the customer was thinking? Like, you know, who was this guy yelling from at the end of the warehouse? So I think that was a pretty cool story. Um, just, just funny times along the ways, you know, and you know, you, throughout any journey that you have, you know, you'll always have stories to tell, you know, whether it's a, a sports career or whether it's a business you start or, um, anything, anything that you work on, you know, at, you know, there'll be, there'll be a journey and there'll be plenty of stories to talk about it. And the other one, I think that's pretty funny is, um, I think it was 2014. Um, we had outgrown the warehouse we were at. We were looking for another location, another warehouse. And we found one just a couple miles down the road. And it was a 25,000 square foot of warehouse. And so it was five times the size. Um, it had offices, it had bathrooms. I mean, it had the setup. It came with 11 acres. I mean, it was the setup, it was perfect. And so we ended up purchasing it. And then we had we had an employee that we had sent over to the new warehouse to, um, to, uh, to start cleaning it, to start getting things ready, prepped, so we can you know make the transition over to the, the, the new location. Um, and I remember sending, you know, the employee over there and he was, uh, I told him to start kind of, you know, uh, spraying some water. I mean, the, the building had been empty for about eight years and so I needed some cleaning and spider webs everywhere. And, you know, you can imagine a warehouse closed for eight years. 
And so, you know, he turned the lights on and there was a, uh, there was a hose on the wall, bright, bright red hose up against kind of one of the bay doors in the back of the building. Um, and, um, and he was just using that hose to, he's like, you know what? Perfect. You know, this, this is a, a long hose. It's all wrapped up. You know, I'll just use this to start, you know, kind of hosing down some of the, you know, some of the dirt and some of the debris and we'll, we'll start getting, you know, and I, none of us were there. He was there by himself kind of getting some stuff cleaned up. And so, uh, you know, as he was telling us the story, he un, he undid the hose, he pulled it and a bunch of water started coming out and it was like, man, this is perfect. He was spraying water everywhere. And, uh, next thing you know, some alarms started sounding. The alarms went off and, and he didn't know what was going on. He got scared didn't know what to do uh so he just started he bolted he left he left the new warehouse was is running a couple of miles back to our our old facility come to find out the hose that he pulled was an emergency um like an emergency like fire hose so just in case of a fire there was a backup of water that would actually be used in case there was a fire and as soon as the water got uh, got triggered and started coming out. The fire department was alerted. The fire alarms went off. Fire trucks came. Cops came. Everybody started coming, and they came to an empty building. And so, anyway, long story short, they got in contact with us. They knew they knew we were the new owners, and so we were just we were laughing so hard. We were like, "Why did you leave the building?" Like it, you know, what I mean? it was it was the funniest thing in the entire world, man. We were laughing. Uh, for days about that, you know, but you know, it just little, little, little hiccups and uh, stories along the way, which is uh, which is awesome, and you know, you'll have them too. But uh, but anyway, so um, I think that's uh, I think that's it for uh, for this episode. We'll keep it short and sweet, and so we'll come up with some more ideas. If you guys have any ideas or thoughts, shoot us shoot us some uh, some ideas. Even or even some guests you guys want us to bring, um, you know, we have, we actually found a facility down in Charlotte that we'll kind of host. Um, we'll host a podcast down there. We'll have some guests, some different chefs, some restaurateurs, um, some different owners of some bakeries, things like that. You know how they started with their company, and so uh, yeah, we'll see where this where this goes. We'll see where the podcast goes. You know, I'm excited about you know seeing uh, the development and getting you guys you know, uh, more acclimated and, uh, you know, learn more about what, what we do at APS. And so anyway, I think, uh, I think that's it. Anything we need to, any party thoughts, co-host? We're all good. All good. Sounds good. All right. You guys have an absolutely fantastic evening. Good chatting with you guys. And, uh, we will see you on episode three of paper trails. So you guys have an awesome evening over now. out.